President Trump releases guidelines for opening the country. Medical professionals voice concerns over Governor Kevin Stitt's Wednesday announcement. And a local politician helps patients in the fight against COVID-19. From the Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris. Today is Thursday, April 16th. According to the latest report from the state health department, there are now 2,357 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Oklahoma and 131 virus-related deaths. President Donald Trump unveiled national guidelines on when and how the country will start to recover from the health pandemic. Ultimately, governors will decide when to relax regulations for each state. However, guidelines released by the Trump administration suggest easing restrictions in less affected areas of the country while keeping the regulations in place in the areas with higher transmission rates. According to the Associated Press, the return to normalcy will take longer than Trump initially envisioned. Federal officials warn that social distancing measures may need to remain in place until the end of the year to prevent another outbreak. Yesterday, Governor Kevin Stitt announced plans to allow elective surgeries to resume as early as next week. However, as our Chris Castile explains, medical experts across the state are voicing concerns about Stitt's plans. Some of the state's biggest medical providers are really concerned about Governor Kevin Stitt's plan to uh, resume elective surgeries, some elective surgeries next week, saying all of the planning that's been done to um, prepare for the surge in hospitalizations that's coming in the next few weeks has been aimed at reserving the resources necessary to treat patients. And we all know, we've, we've all heard by now about the, the shortage of, uh, of masks, the respirator masks, but um, you know, everything really that, that um, health provider, healthcare providers need uh, in operating rooms, in ERs, whatever. And they see um, the governor's plan is just premature to to start doing elective surgeries again. Um, I was on a phone call today too with um, the nurses association and U.S. Senator James Langford and some of the nurses that asked questions about their concerns regarding how are they you know if you're doing this elective surgery on somebody, how are you supposed to know if this patient has COVID-19? You don't have an instant test, so. They're, you know, um, they're wondering, could we be exposing ourselves to COVID-19 in, in these elective surgeries? Not to mention, there are concerns about things that would, that would be brought into a facility from outside. Um, any, any kind of materials brought by a patient or others that, that would maybe not be sterilized. We've all heard stories about um, you know, the, that the coronavirus can live on some surfaces for two to three days. So lots of concerns about that. I mean, we've also um, updating the numbers in our story today. There were eight more deaths uh, reported by the state health department, and three of those were in um, the 24-hour period preceding uh, this Monday's report. They started distinguishing between um, the the deaths that they're reporting that happened in the lot, you know, in between reports in the morning, and the ones that might have been kind of where the reports lagged to them. So, um, despite the, the the new number, eight more deaths. It wasn't eight more deaths in a single day. It's actually spread out over about a week. So those would be some of the elements I'm looking at in uh, my main story on the coronavirus tomorrow. State Senator Paul Rossino is one of many patients who has recovered from the virus. And now the local politician is hoping to help others in their fight. He donated plasma at the Oklahoma Blood Institute on Thursday afternoon. 
Dr. John Armitage, president and CEO of OBI, says doctors are using plasma from recovered patients to aid those still fighting the virus. What uh, convalescent plasma does um, when you are ill, your body develops an immunity to the um, virus and uh, fights it off. You get better, but you've got this strength in you that you can actually give to somebody else. It's called uh, passive immunity when you transfer your antibodies, your immune proteins to someone else. It's a very old way of treating disease, but it's back popular because we don't have a lot of other tools right now for COVID. So we're relying on wonderful donors to come in and uh, give a little bit of their health to somebody who needs uh, to get out of the ICU or off a ventilator, that sort of thing. Health experts say to donate the blood component, you must be fully recovered from COVID-19. To receive the plasma, patients must be critically ill and there must be a donor match. From dance lessons for grade schoolers to art classes for adults, Arts Council Oklahoma City is continuing its mission to bring the arts and the community together by adapting its all-access arts programs. The agency is creating video sessions and accompanying written lesson plans. They're posted weekly at artscouncilokc.com slash allaccessarts. The online sessions are free. They're available to the public and designed to be done at home. In addition, the organization assembled Art2Go kits for students of Positive Tomorrows. That's an elementary school for homeless youth. Similar kits were created for senior living facilities. All right, that's it for today. Be sure to listen to The Source podcast tomorrow on Oklahoma.com and wherever you find your podcasts. The Source this week takes a look at the 25th anniversary of the Oklahoma City bombing. In the meantime, go to Oklahoma.com slash subscribe, if you would, to subscribe to our digital products. This podcast is produced by Paige Dillard. For The Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris saying have a great night, everyone. Thank you.